Hello, word nerds. Welcome to The Dictionary, which is the podcast that you have on right now. And it's also the one where I read the dictionary and tell you what I think about it. Uh, Okay, so uh, we are at the top of page 277, the first word. Hopefully I won't have as much to say about all the words in this episode like I did yesterday, uh, which I just recorded. Should I tell you, it's January 5th, 5.02 p.m., 2022 Central. Uh, Okay, the first word is, again, Coraline. C-O-R-A-L-L-I-N-E, adjective from circa 1633. One of relating to or resembling coral. Uh, the, the last, the first form was a noun. That was in the uh, yesterday's episode. Uh, that's the noun version of a thing, couple of things. Uh, but this one is the, uh, this is the adjective. So something resembling a coral. Two, of relating to or being any of a family of calcareous red algae or algae, depending on how you want to say that word. I never know. I just go back and forth. Uh, the scientific name, no, the family of this uh, algae is Corallinaceae, something like that. Uh, this is French feminine of Coralin, which means coral-like. That's good. Okay, next word. Surprised I didn't think of this sound effect earlier, although maybe I did. I don't think I did. I'm just gonna do a little, like a little, like a little cat, little cap purr. All right. Next word is coral snake. Two words, noun from circa 1772. One, any of several venomous, chiefly tropical New World elapid snakes brilliantly banded in red, black, and yellow or white that include two ranging northward into the southern U.S. Uh, the genus name of these elapid snakes is Micrurus. Is that M-I-C-R-U-R-U-S? Micrurus. Micrurus? Um, the two that it is talking about, those two that are ranging from northward into the southern U.S., uh, Micrurus fulvius and Micrurus, I think that's it, Micrurus uraxanthus. I think I got it all. Um, it's venomous. Stay away from it. It is banded in red, black, and yellow, or white. So, uh, red, black, and yellow, or red, black, and white. Try and stay away from that. Maybe I should post a picture you can see because it's good to know what it looks like. Number two, any of several harmless snakes resembling the coral snakes. So things that aren't even called coral snakes get called coral snakes. Uh, Why are they called coral snakes? It doesn't say. Is it the red? Do they live near in coral? Uh, It is tropical, a lapid. I don't know what a lapid means. Uh, maybe that means that they live in the water too? Huh, not sure. I, I assume most of you don't know what a lapid means either. Okay, next word. It is Coranto. Coranto. Noun from 1564. The synonym is, uh, how do you say this? Corante? Or is it just Courant? It is spelled C-O-U-R-A-N-T-E. Courant, I'm going to guess. 
I don't know what that is. We're not going to know for a while. So we don't know what Coranto is. Next word. Corbin. Corbin. C-O-R-B-A-N. Noun from the 14th century. A sacrifice or offering to God among the ancient Hebrews. So the Hebrews got together and decided to give an offering or a sacrifice to God, which is called Korban. Corbin? Corbin. Korban. Korban. Maybe it's Korban. Noun. That's, I already said that. Uh, This is Hebrew Korban, which means offering. Next word. Korbel or Korbet. Korbel or Korbet. Spelled either C-O-R-B-E-I-L-L or you can add an E after the L's. Uh, actually, it's a double L, so you can add an L-E after the L. It's a noun from circa 1734, a sculptured basket of flowers or fruit as an architectural decoration. So, uh, yeah, you, I'm sure we've seen these. It's a, a sculpted basket. Are those like the, the ones in cement that people put in front of their houses? And you put flowers or fruit, and you can call it a corbel or a corbet. Uh, This is French, literally means basket. Okay, I didn't know those things had words. I just would have called it a cement vase, (laughs) right? What else would we call it? Okay, next word. That was was an intense purr. Uh, It is corbel, again, but it is spelled C-O-R-B-E-L, first form, noun from the 15th century, an architectural member that projects from within a wall and supports a weight, especially one that is stepped upward and outward from a vertical surface. And it shows a picture of a corbel. Uh-huh, hmm. So I'm try- I think it's just a big thing that comes out around a couple of windows. Made of- it's made of bricks, and there's a ledge above. I don't know how you can get to the ledge. And there's a ledge below. So what is the purpose of this architectural member that projects from within a wall and supports... What what weight does it support? Or does the building... Is the building supported on it? Maybe that's what it's for. I feel like there must be a reason for it. Um, we also have an especialies. One that is stepped upward and outward from a vertical surface. I don't believe I read that. But maybe I did. I think I did. So, yeah, it's a brick brick ornamental thing that's coming out from the windows, and it supports weight. Oh, it is from, aha, uh, Middle French diminutive of cor, C-O-R-P, which is a raven. And yesterday we had coracoid, which was like a raven. Um, yeah, more at the Latin corv, corvus, corvus, which means uh, there's more of the word raven. So maybe the ravens sit on top of the corbel. Which came first, though? Next word. Corbel, again. Yeah, second form. Verb, transitive verb from 1843. To furnish with or make into a corbel. So you have to corbel the corbel. Otherwise, how is it going to corbel? Next word. 
Corbeline, noun from 1548, one, corbel work. Uh, so the, the work that made, went into making the corbel uh, is the corbeline. Yeah, one, uh, no, two, the construction of a corbel. Wow, you can just make a whole sentence where you just only use that one word. Okay, next word. That's a very happy cat. It is corbicula. Corbicula. C-O-R-B-I-C-U-L-A. Noun from 1816. The synonym is pollen basket. Oh, good. A pollen, no, a basket of pollen. That is exactly what I want. Right in my face. Uh, It is from the Latin corbis, which means basket. A pollen basket? What is a pollen basket? We'll find out later. Next word. Corby, C-O-R-B-I-E. Noun from the 15th century. It is chiefly Scottish. Yes, it does seem like a pretty Scottish word. The synonym is carrion crow, and then also the synonym raven. So we're getting closer to why these words are related to ravens. But they all start with C-O-R. This is from, hey, look at that, uh, the Latin corvinus, which means of a raven. And there's more at the word, here we go, corvine. I knew it in my brain somewhere, but I could not think of what it was. Uh, Corvine is all about the ravens and probably the crows too. Those I think are also corvins, corvines. They also, yeah. Next word. Corbina, C-O-R-B-I-N-A, noun from 1901, a coastal marine croaker favored by surf casters along the California coast. I do not know what any of this means. A croaker? Is that a fish? Is that a frog? What is a croaker? I have never heard of a croaker. Um, and it's favored by surf casters. Are these people who... Is it, Wait, what is a surf caster? Is that a fish? Is uh, Are those just... Is that another term for people who like to go... Sur- a surfboarder? A surf caster? What's a surf caster? I, I got no information from this one. Uh, the scientific name for this croaker is a um, Mentisiris undulatus. I think that is close. Uh, yeah, this is from Spanish Corvina, uh, which, which they probably say Corbina, which is why we say Corbina. Um, it is a marine fish. Uh, the scientific name for the marine fish is Argigrosomus regius, uh, feminine of Corvino, Corbino, which is of a raven. So does the fish look like a raven? Why is raven connected to this? Uh, so yes, the croaker must be a fish. Next word. Cord. First form. Noun from the 14th century. 1A. A long, slender, flexible material, usually consisting of several strands, as of thread or yarn, woven or twisted together. 1B, the hangman's rope. They call it the cord. 2, a moral, spiritual, or emotional bond. 3A, an anatomical structure, as a nerve or tendon, resembling a cord, like the spine, 
or especially it says the synonym umbilical cord, the 1A definition for that. Uh, yep, we all had one of them. Isn't that the thing? What's that joke or the riddle or whatever? How can you tell who Adam and Eve are? Because Eve doesn't, like if you go up to heaven, whatever the phrase is, she doesn't have a belly button. Neither one of them would have a belly button actually, now that I think about it. So there you go. Cord, um, 3B, a small, flexible, insulated electrical cable having a plug at one or both ends used to connect a lamp or other appliance with a receptacle. A receptacle? Four, a unit of wood cut for fuel equal to a stack four by four by eight feet or 128 cubic feet. So 128 cubic feet is four by four by eight. 4x4x8. Four by four by okay, 5A. A rib like, a rib like a cord on a textile. So fabric, and it's got a it's got a thing, like a probably a, a cord sewn into the textile. So that's a cord. But they call it a rib. 5B1, a fabric made with such ribs or a garment made of such a fabric. Oh, like corduroy. It's made with a bunch of cords. 5B2 is plural. Trousers made of such a fabric. Yo, where where your cords? I feel like I had a pair of corduroy overalls when I was little. I think that's my only experience wearing corduroy. Okay, this is from Latin corda, which means string, from Greek cordy, and there's more at the word yarn. Next word. Second form of cord. Transitive verb from the 15th century. One, to furnish, bind, or connect with a cord. Two, to pile up in cords. And the example of what you would be piling is wood. You know, just logs of wood. You may make a cord, and it's called a cord. You wrap it with a cord. Quarter is a noun. Next word. Cordage. Noun from 1582. One. Ropes or cords. Ropes or cords. Just that. Especially the ropes in the rigging of a ship. Two. The number of cords as of wood on a given area. So how many cords big is that area, and those would be the the wrapped-up wood. Do people measure land that way? Maybe they do. Next word. Uh, Last word, chordate. C-O-R-D-A-T-E. Adjective from 1769. Shaped like a heart, as in a chordate leaf. And then it says to see the leaf illustration. So there must be enough chordate leaves to require that they get noted in the illustration. And they look like a heart. Chordately is an adverb. And the, yep, yep, that is it. That's it. Okay, the words in this episode were Coraline, Coral Snake, Coranto, Corban, Corbel, 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 Corbeline, Corbicula, Corby, Corbina, Cord, Cordage, and chord date. Oh my god. So many words. 
Uh, well, I'm not going to pick the pollen basket. Mm, let's see, we got that. There were so many different things. Oh, cord with lots of lot of raven stuff. Mmm. Boy, maybe maybe I will just pick a what was the Corby? That's a fun one. That's the one that's um it's a raven, it's a crow. It's chiefly Scottish. Corby. The Corbys are flying. The Corbys are flying. That's the end of that song. All right, the holidays for today. Um, Public Day in Lebanon is St. Maroon's Day. Uh, we can skip those things. Oh, hey, it's National Pizza Day. Ho, hey, it's National Pizza Day. Go get some pizza. Put on some pepperoni, but make it vegan pepperoni. That is being celebrated in Canada and the UK and the US. Fun holidays? Oh, it's chocolate day. Didn't we have already like two chocolate days this year? And I think that's uh, three chocolate days too few. We need more. Oh, interesting. It is National Cut the Cord Day. <laughs> we just had all those cord words. And cord date. Uh, we really need to cut the cord. We have a bunch of streaming things. We pay too much for cable. Maybe, maybe I can do it on February 9th. That would be amazing. National Develop Alternative Vices Day. So maybe your vice, you don't like it so much. So go get a new one. Somebody once said to me, everybody has a vice. What's your vice? And I don't think I had one. Uh, National Toothache Day, Read in the Bathtub Day, take a bath, read a book, don't fall asleep, that's it, those are all the words for this episode, I hope you enjoyed it, and now I'm gonna go eat dinner, this has been Spencer Dispensing Information, goodbye. Hello and welcome to How Did This Not Get Made. This is the podcast all about the movies you never saw, the scripts that were never filmed, and the ideas that never even made it to the page. My name is David Spencer. And my name is Daniel Kaka. Join us for season three where we uncover the multiple unmade Iron Man movies, the original bloody plot of The Mask, an unproduced episode of Doctor Who that turned into The Hitchhiker's Guide of the Galaxy. We revisit Red Dwarf, Discover how the Star Wars sequel trilogy should have ended, and this season we're even including a video game in our lineup. 